Hello and welcome to another episode of The Rants Over. <laughs> the show where we talk about life and its problems and also answer your burning questions. I'm Jesse. And I'm Henry. We're recording twice today. We've taken our jumpers off. We've done a whole transformation. Look how different I've still got the opinion. We've taken our jumpers yeah. off. So spirits are high. You know, <sighs> at the top it. at the top of our script today it says second episode in one day. Keep, keep the, the vibes, vibes up. up. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep the vibes up. So... As we're recording twice in one day, Jesse, we can't do Story of the Week again because it's boring. We no, we can't, week. Henry. Although, let's say, Happy Easter, guys. Yeah, Happy, happy Easter. Easter. Hope I you think get lots this of will probably, it's probably go out on Saturday before, Saturday, Friday or Saturday before Easter Sunday. So, Happy Easter, guys. Save you some chocolate for me, please, because yeah, I'll never too. get any. I love a bit of chocolate. I don't oh. get any Easter eggs. I, I, do you know what? I'm going home for Easter and I, I called my mum. Did as you? I do, and I was like, hi, mum. Hi, mum. I'm going to come home for Easter. She was like, okay. Sun, but just be warned. There's no Easter egg hunt this year. I just think, no Easter what? You have an Easter egg hunt. What? You no. have an Easter egg hunt. Do you not have an Easter egg hunt? No. Oh my goodness. Easter egg hunts are the best. Is this normal? Wait, have you never had an Easter egg hunt? No, Bolly says it's not normal, it's you. Are you imagine you've never had an Easter egg hunt? No. Is he side crate? What? Do you? You have a, someone, your mum sets out Easter eggs for you to run around the garden and find. You've fight. never had an Easter egg hunt. Is this one. serious? Bruh, But you've been doing this... Until you were 19 years nah, old. No, no, no. The last one was when I was 18. It was before you. <laughs> Say less. Anyway, you, I'm actually... Okay, we can talk... This is the first port of call for today's episode because I'm so confused. Is this normal? No, I've done it. I've I done need to know whether people my think school, normal My not. school used to do the, the coolest thing, right? So we get you, you get a hard-boiled egg, right? And you paint it at home and you bring it in. I did that. And the school, the, you give them all in. The school would go and like hide the eggs around like, the field and, and the playground and stuff. And then there'll be... They, Every every kid would bring in like an Easter egg, and you'd always have those kids that bought in the massive like the fifteen pound Easter eggs, and they make a massive tower of them in the middle of the school hall. And basically, on Easter, the day the Monday after Easter Sunday, school would literally be oh, maybe not because it's bank holiday, but school would be you go into school and then they blow a whistle, everyone would be on the playground, and you just have to run and you have to find your egg. And you know the the earlier you found your egg, the better Easter egg you got as a prize. So oh the people God, that had bought amazing. the fifty pound ones didn't even get to eat the fifty. Nah, pounds. nah, exactly. But knowing then they probably got loads of other ones at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I would be. Uh, you know, I would guys, be this away. Is, I'm atting one of my housemates here, right? He's he. You know those people. He's that not get, shouting out, guys. He's oh, atting. You know those people that get Easter eggs from like their mum, their dad, yeah, their grandparents, their other grandparents, their aunties and. One of my housemates still has his Easter eggs from last year. That's wrong, I'm what sorry. What is the need? That's wrong. Why? That's like Christmas chocolate where people it's don't great, eat yeah. it. And I just think, how can you do that? I think I've been deprived of chocolate as a child. Oh, we used to do, yeah. I can't leave stuff. I have to eat it all in one go. We literally used to do eat egg hunts every year. It was brilliant. That's mental. Oh, I loved it. And we used to go to my uncle's. And my uncle's got a pretty big garden. And oh my God, you'd spend like... Three hours hunting for Easter eggs and sweets and stuff. It's I'm crazy. actually baffled. I and don't think I've ever done this. And I'm hide, so jealous. We'd hide a pinata. He'd hide a pinata in the garden as well. So it's a bit like a little forest, really. We'd hide the pinata, and when we found it, we'd batter it, and it would just be full of chocolate. It's amazing, honestly. They must have spent about four hours setting up. I'm so jealous. Right, was, I didn't realise that wasn't a normal thing. No, well, maybe it is, but me and Bolly don't think it is. I've always had Easter egg hunts. And then my grandma, bless her, she always gets me a little box of chocolates every single year, and they're the best chocolates, little Belgian chocolates. Oh, I love them. I'm going to be having words with my family because I don't get anything. I think my grandma buys me one Easter egg, and Ben's auntie gets but me one, Easter egg. One is plenty. It's not. I want a full 
Oh, oh, I need to strike on. Buy your own, Jesse. No. Buy your own. I don't have That's what I'm going to do this year. I'm going to buy. I want to get one of those fifteen pound um Lindor ones. You know the ones with like the chocolate ball. Oh my goodness. Do you know what? I might go to Tesco after this and yeah. buy myself an Easter egg. Oh, I get That's paid. I get dinner. paid. I get paid on Thursday, so that'll be my. That's going to be my meal for Thursday. I think. So, we're not doing story of the week. We got no. a little bit in there about Easter. Do yeah. you do an Easter egg hunter yeah, at home? Please Is that not know. like? Please let us know in the comments of the TikTok, the YouTube, the Instagram, whatever it is, because I thought that was normal. I'm outraged that I'm I, not. I'm surprised. So we're going to try a new bit, which I've prepared. Okay. And I don't know what this is. Jesse doesn't know anything about it. So, so this has been absolutely <laughs> launched on me, and I'm a bit scared. Welcome to the best of Fesshole. I already don't like the sound of that. So Fesshole is a Twitter page. Follow them at the Fesshole, at Fesshole, whatever it is, follow them, they're brilliant. Basically, they they just post anonymous confessions. And whilst you lot listening or watching are too scared to send us your, your confessions, we're going to be stealing them off Fesshole and talking about them. Honestly, though, just send us cool or naughty or terrible You can email it to done. us. You can send it and ask to be anonymous. You can send it and we'll, we'll make some sort of anonymous link or website you can send it to. Or them. if you've got problems, then who else would you want to help you solve them other than me and Henry? Please, email. Please, just email us or DM us, whatever it is. Yeah. Or when you see the post on the Instagram stories, just reply. Yeah, we'll be, keep you a secret, you, I promise. It could be, or it could be the most pointless bit of contribution but it adds a couple minutes onto the pod and that's something all we really funny that's need. happened in your week exactly yeah just don't make it Join in with story. yeah we'll do that new bit just launched today new story of the week right when we'll put a post up each week let us know what's what you're getting up to this week and we'll choose one person and we'll we'll read the best one out so make it good make it good so make it good. the best of fessel in this bit jesse i'm going to be maybe every week maybe every other week I'm going to be finding a few of my favourite posts of the Fesshole account, and I'm going to get your thoughts on them live and direct in the studio. Okay. Are you ready? Not really. I don't think you are. I don't think I am. Number one. <clears throat> when I cut my toenails, I used the clipping from my big toe to pick my teeth. Are they serious? Things? Yeah, they're, they're serious. Someone does that. Thoughts? Speechless, Absolutely disgusting. Would Absolutely you not do that? Disgusting. No, why would I do that? Really? That's like people that bite their toes. Oh, I, I can't say what oh, I was going to say. Oh, sorry, headbutt the camera, uh, the mic. I used to do that when I was a kid. My sister used to do I that I used to do that well. mapping where you're like... She literally... Flexing the jelly, by the way. Oh, it's absolutely vile. That is just Honestly. disgusting. No, Bye. but mine wasn't purpose. His is, that's intentional. Yeah, He's intentionally disgusting. I just, you know, it was... It was I didn't like getting my nails clipped by my mum. Oh, I hate that. So you decided to chew them off instead, you absolutely trump. Alright, alright, says the one that shat himself last week on that the was, That was accidental. <laughs> You're intentionally sitting there in a like room full of people. Shat in the studio. No, this is, this is not what happened. Listen to last week's <laughs> to find out yeah. the real story and not Henry throwing shade at me because he's yeah. salty well, that he chews his toenails. Well, yeah, but, no, but my point was you said that was when you were a kid. This was when I was a child. No, but you, mine was unintentional. You're intentionally sitting there thinking, oh, I fancy a snack. I'm going to bite well, my No, it wasn't off. that. It's not like I swallowed it. Do you know what I bet out. you did? I bet you spat it at people as well. That's disgusting. I bet your mum. What, you think I'm sat in primary school with my dogs out, with the tipsies out, chewing, your school classroom had your toenail clippings all over the floor. Your mum would hoover the carpet and they'd just be awful. Yeah, my mum did work at my school, to be fair. In your house. <laughs> okay, number two. So number one went down. Number this one, is, This is going to be a great bit. Number two. 
I mix soup powder with a tiny amount of warm water to make a thick paste and then I spread it on toast. Soup? Yeah, like soup powder, like dry powder. Why would you do that when there's so know. many other options? I can imagine it's a bit like pate. <laughs> Why would it be like pate, Henry? I don't know. I do That's disgusting. So, to be fair, I did think you were going to say they brushed their teeth with it. Oh my god. That would have been a lot that worse. That is wild. Um, no, I'm not going to say that. But coming off this this little fess, shout out Fesso again, follow him. Jesse, That's one strike. No, 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 one but, no, but we, we kind of, we, we're low-key using their <laughs> content, so it, I think it's suitable. Um, Jesse, what is your f most favourite, most controversial food combo? Controversial food combo? I've got some brilliant okay, ones. Okay, you start and I'll think. T uh, toast. Yeah. So you get two bits of bread, toast them. Yeah. Bit of butter, bit of honey, Ooh. some grated cheese. No. You put them together. You put no, them together. You put no, them together. No, no, no. Me out. You put them together. Chop them in half. It's got to be like like freshly toasted bread. Oh. oh my god, it's amazing. You've got like the maturity of the cheddar, and the sweetness and innocence of the honey. <laughs> Not Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay on the team. No. The immaturity and the non-innocence of Henry just yeah, ruins exactly. the whole but meal. But it, it genuinely cheese and honey. My mum introduced me to it. It is goated. It is such a good combo. To be fair, Gen it's so good. To be fair, I've been somewhere and had like goat's cheese and honey. Have you ever had like you know when you have like a thing of camembert, and, like like baked camembert, yeah, like, with, with like, honey? honey stuff. It's, it's okay, that's to be not a thing. that weird. Someone I went to school with used to have. She really liked jam sandwiches and really liked ham sandwiches. Oh my god! So she'd make a ham and jam sandwich. I was gonna say, is that a jam or that's is that just, ham? It's just wrong. Yeah. That's just wrong because the textures and everything. Oh, oh no, like that's that. actually made for the bit sick. I don't like that at all. I've got one. I've got one that I've been told by all my housemates and my girlfriend, which is weird. I didn't know. When I have Nutella on toast, I have butter. That's weird. Why is that weird? Because why do you need Nutella and butter? It just oh, there's something about the flavour is so good. Producer Bolu is looking. He actually thinks we are mental. No, but that's. I think that's normal. I think you're too normal, Producer Bolu. What? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Okay, he's going to defend right. himself. Do you want to? Bolu, do you want to come around to the mic so he can at least mic. hear you? He's going to squeeze so, his the jet. Here we go. Cool. So he's about to violate. I'm not. I am pretty normal, I guess. However, you two are insane. Why would you? Put, <laughs> why would you put? When you got one like spread that's completely different to the other spread, like you got like one normal spread. This is what. This is what I was told. No why have you got two spreads? You wouldn't even taste the butter. You can. Oh, it's delicious. It like it actually. If anything, it makes the butter taste nicer. It's just so I will, yummy. I will try it with my biscuit spread. Oh, I don't know about biscuit. That might. It might. No, 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 no. Nah. Try it with Nutella. Because that's what I suggested. You can try a Biscoff and blame yourself when it's when it's awful. Because that's not. I didn't suggest it. Oh, it's good hair coming. Who cares? Anyway, don't try it with your Biscoff. Don't try it with your Biscoff. Well, you can let us know next episode, but don't blame me because I didn't suggest that. Okay, fair. I've heard butter and jam. Butter and jam. That's the most common. No, I think that's weird. No, oh my. I think that's so weird. She's the weird one. Why am I weird? Just pick one and stick with it. When you have toast, no. So you're saying you just have a bit of toast just with butter on it? Yes! Oh That's the best when it's like golden brown and it's all stuff. And the butter melts. Actually, I did you, no, that's not even bad. I'm not even going to cuss that because that is nice. But you, butter is, the, the role of butter is to go underneath the condiment. 
That is what Nutella is not yes, a sandwich. Yes, but jam, jam bloody well is. No, I don't I'm like not going to have it. Jam is a condiment. What do you think? So, do you know wraps, like yeah. a tortilla wrap, would you put butter on that? No, but I normally, I normally do like mayo or something in the wrap. See, I put butter on wraps and apparently I've that's got, okay, weird. Another one, ham and really mayonnaise. Bolo agrees with me. Do you like ham and mayonnaise? I don't, I, get, yeah. I have this thing about mayonnaise, right? Because it's made of eggs. Yeah. If I think too much about how it's made of, oh, about how it's made of <laughs> eggs, and if they all get compressed, it actually makes at the, uni, at the uni bars, when, when you get a thing of chips, the, the packs of mayo are just covered in eggs. I don't like that. <laughs> Why? I don't really care because mayo is so No, lame. but it really gets in my brain that it's like all smushed out oh, oh, eggs. And, that it's all di- and I don't like the white bit of eggs. I just like the yellow bit. So you like the yellow? I like the yolk over the Yeah, because yeah, it tastes know. weird. And I only like scrambled eggs all the oh, time to dip the I learned to make scrambled eggs about a month ago, which sounds ridiculous. I'm 20 years old, for goodness sake. But I, I have not stopped eating scrambled eggs. I love it. Do it's you put so jam in them as well? No, obviously not. A bit of salt and pepper, a bit of bread with, with butter on it. Toasted oh, wow. butter. You're such a Gordon Ramsay. I know, tell me about it. Right, I think we should switch it up. Probably. Yeah. Okay, okay. so. Traumatise me before. So the next one. This is awful. It really is. Last episode we were talking about shit. This is a bit of a poopy confession. I once wanted to see how much a shit would splash if I was to let it go from the top of a multi-storey car park. I released, heard a scream, and never checked the results. What the... Fill in the blank. Why would someone do that? Why would you confess to it? Why would... That's awful! Why would you confess to that? That poor person has been pooed on. Yeah, that was actually wild. And they just, what if they were going on a date? What if they were going out for a nice dinner? What if they were on a first date or with their child? What if you pooed on a child? Facts. That's, That's actually, awful. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to try and sit here and defend that because it's completely unethical and wrong. And how would you, what was it going to splash in? No, you just want, I think you want to see how, like, how much the splash damage would be. So, you know, like, if you're being called duty, you throw a grenade and you've got the, the, the radius of the explosion. So it could have gone and multiple people. I think I think that was the idea was to see how like far up the wall it would go or how like. I'm not being funny. Whoever's written this is an absolute psychopath. Yeah, Some of these are bad. Um, the next one's not. We're going to finish. This is the last fest. We're going to probably do four for each episode because it's quite fun. I can't cope with more than that. Exactly. This is probably the, the most unethical one, but I think it's quite funny. Um, so there's, the local charity shop sells free books for a quid. Oh. If I see some good ones, which I'm not that fussed about reading, I'll go in, buy them, and then donate them to Oxfam, where they charge a fortune for them. <laughs> that's awful. That's bad, isn't That's it? awful. But is it? I bet that's the same person who pooed off the multi-story it's building. Like a, it's like, there's two sides to this argument, right? And I'm going to say that it's not too bad, because you are, you're giving money to charity, say, you know, whichever charity that's sending them free for a pound, you're giving them the pound, good on yeah. you, fair play to you, and then instead of keeping them for yourself, you're just going and donating them straight to another charity. But my point is, the only thing that this guy or woman gets out of it is being evil. Yeah, and the people have to pay more They don't the... benefit. I'm assuming it's a guy. Sounds like a guy. I think that's very sexist of you. Well, I'm imagining you doing it. <laughs> I don't know why, my brain you I could up. never. But I just think the only thing that he's getting out of it is purely evilness. So, no, that's no. mean. I agree. I think it's I, I think it's wrong, but I think you're also you know you're doing a bit of a charity and that's great. But do people that have like lots of like 
people that go thrifting that have loads of money and stuff like that and vintage shopping, do they go to Oxfam? Because if so, oh, if they're the rich people that just want to go shopping. Well, I'm not a rich person for the sake thrifting. of it. But I do, no, but whenever I walk past the charity shops, I pop in. So, again, we get, you know, because I'm so creative like this, I'm just a genius. Pat on the back. When I've been going through these fesses, I've been putting little side questions to ask Jesse. Oh, no. Just, no, just for like little topics. Oh, no. No, it's, it's a nice one. What is the best charity shop finds you've had? Or someone you know, you know you've had? Have you ever, yes. Do you go charity shopping much? Sometimes, yeah. It's quite fun. Sometimes it is fun. Do you know what? I know it's not a charity shop at all, but somewhere that gets the best finds that you don't even think about, especially on proper designer stuff, TK Maxx. TK Maxx is brilliant. TK Maxx for your pants, lads. Tier. Calvin Klein's. I'll cuss you out. You're never going to sponsor us. They are so expensive. <laughs> and I've got a fair few pairs, but it used to be that I'd ask them for Christmas. And now I've realised they start, you know, you know when they start to get holes in them, it's not looking good. We can't be having that, especially if we do what Jesse did in the pod last episode. For goodness sake, let it go. <laughs> but TK Maxx, you know, you can get like Jack and Jones, other brands are available for like <laughs> for like eight pounds. It's brilliant. No, honestly, and do you know what's really good? Bags. So handbags, purses, yeah. everything. And I don't know where they come from because why do they sell them? And I like how it says RRP. And you think, like, oh, this costs 200 quid, it's now 20 quid. I'm amazing. I've yeah, got it's such true. a bargain. No, because they, they come, they're, like, the out of, like, season, like, designer but stuff that people anymore. didn't want to buy. And the designers don't keep the stock. So they're like, okay, we'll give it to TK Maxx. Or TK Maxx probably pay for it. And then, and then we then... get all the bargains. Exactly. So I was actually thinking, I want, I'm going to do a TK Maxx trip this week, actually. I've been thinking I need some new pants, so... Do you know, since we were talking about money and how you don't have money, you've named about 20 different things that you're going to spend money on? No, but not on. even. Like, the, the only thing I've, I've got to spend money on is going to going to London over Easter. But I'm not like going shopping. I'm, I'm fundraising, doing a bit of charity fundraising. Oh. I can, we can talk about that if you want. Basically, in summer, I'm climbing Mount Everest. Crazy, right? I can't imagine you doing that. I, well, I'm climbing to base camp anyway. It's a 12-day trek. I'm raising money for the Meningitis Research Foundation, which is a brilliant cause. Donate if you can. I'll put the links onto the uh, Rant Over Pod Instagram, and I'll also put them in the link of the uh, of the pod. On yeah, but it's for charity, so it it's is okay. Feel a bit if you feel a bit generous, if you've got a bit of extra cash to, to give, do or, it. Or if you don't think you can do it, you, but just think of your money as yeah. placing a bet on him failing. Well, I'm not going to fail. I'm doing it. Well, it's for charity. Doing it, I've just got maybe to. not very well. So yeah, and and what I'm also going to do is we'll have an absolute banger of an episode for the pod when I come back from Nepal. Because that'll be a great episode. We can do story time. I think that'd be good. Story time of everything. We could do the same when you go to Amsterdam, same when I go to Belgium, kind of thing. We're proper jet setters, aren't we? Well, apparently. Recently. So that just about sums up, uh, what was it called? The best of Festhole. So let's get on to the main topic of today's episode. Okay, guys. So the main part of today's episode, the main topic, shall we say, is what, Jesse? Near-death experiences. That was better. That sounded very, very... (laughs) Very convincing. Yeah, okay. So, let's let's talk about what near-death experiences we've had. I feel like most people have had at least somewhat of a near-death experience. Do you think, or are you being a bit dramatic? No, I think we have. I think we all have, surely. Okay, tell me about yours then. Okay, this is a great story. You're just writing things that you've got interesting stuff to write and talk about. Well, Kevin's had 20 million near-death experiences. I might have done. Excuse me. (coughs) That was just one. That was a near-death experience, That was one I almost done. So, uh... The, f- the first near-death experience I want to talk about is when I was on holiday in France. Oh, no. So, I was out with um, out on a bike trip with my mum and my two little brothers, I believe. Okay. 
and we were, uh, we we're, we're, were on a cycling route, and we, so it was kind of like, we been we had mountain bikes, and we've been like, okay, we're going to do, um, like, we had, like, this kind of guide, and you could pick, like, green, from green to, like, black routes, green obviously being really easy. Okay. So we were doing, like, an orange route. Oh, wow. So it's a long trip, maybe about four hours cycling, but, you know, two hours there, two hours back, nice and easy, four hour round trip, done. I was in charge of navigation. Oh no, who decided that? Yeah, you that? can see where this is going. So I was at the front. So I was, I had my, my maps up and I was like, I think we're turning left here. I think we're turning left here. So I take a left. About 10 minutes later, we find ourselves going down a hill with probably about, like, I don't know, it must have been pretty negative, like almost straight down at times with like big like gaps between like, solid and then a, a jump basically oh but straight down being with my mother and my two little brothers who i can't think were more than 13 at the time maybe 12 i might have been about 16 um it was awful so we, we we're going down this black route and we were like oh god we look at the there's no way we, we've we've got about five minutes and we're like there is no way we're getting back up you can't go. You can't turn around. Basically, no, it's just, you it's can't. Not it'd take a while to cycle it's, back up there. You're not cycling. That's for sure. You'd have to carry the bikes, and it just wouldn't have worked. So we we're like, hey, well, we'll just have to go to the end of the path. So we went to the end of the path. I think I might have taken another wrong turning. Oh no! Because Who put you in charge. I know because we ended up coming out. Or maybe I didn't, but we ended up coming out um, in like this really, really pretty little kind of like group of house in houses in France, and um, we were like, hey. This is bad. We don't know where we are. Where we were was not on the map that we had. We did, we, it wasn't on the map. Um, there was no signal where we were. So we had to make a choice. We, we, we'd also run out of water, which is crucial for the story, and why it was probably a near-death experience, because it was probably about 28, 30 degrees. Oh, no. And it was hot. So me and my little brother snuck into the back garden of one of these houses. They're all big houses, really nice. Luckily, no one was in. I think we might have knocked on the door first and nobody answered, so we went round the back. Um, and we used their, their like, outback tap to fill yeah. up water. Bear in mind, we had no idea how long we were going to be, it was going to be till we got back to the, to the campsite. So we were like, okay, we're going to have to... So mum was basically getting us to chug water until we couldn't drink anymore. Yeah. And then we filled up the bottles so we had a load yet left. So then we basically had to make a decision. Do we go left or do we go right? Because the thing is, we didn't have signal, so we couldn't check where we were. So we had to make a decision. Do we go this way, that way? And then when we have signal, we can figure out where we are. We chose to go left. Luckily, it was the right way. So we're following this road along. So we're cycling along, cycling along, because we were like, we, we may as well still cycle, get a bit of exercise out of it, a bit more. Um, and by the time we got signal, we realised that we were, I think, eight kilometres away from the campsite. Which is far. That is so far. It's far. It might have been more than that. I think it might. So you must have you know, been really, it, it, really it, like, far. It was quite a while ago. I can't remember, and I didn't fact check with my mum before before writing the script. But I am pretty sure that it could have been as much as. You must have been absolutely away. miles away. It might have been eight miles. Off. I don't know. It might be. It was something like that. We were miles away. Anyway, um, we figured out where we were going, and but we kind of didn't because the, the signal wasn't working. So it was kind of just okay. Well, we're just going to have to go with this, and hopefully it works out. And eventually we got back, and I think it took us, oh, I don't know, it must have been, by the time we figured out we were lost, it took us about four and a half hours to get home. That's absolutely No amazing. food, we had very limited water, and uh, there was a point in that, uh, that day that when I, I thought I was going to die. I did. 
There you go. That's really traumatizing. That's one of my near-death experiences. Quite fun. Oh, it was 12 kilometers apparently away. That's what I've got in my, on my script. I didn't Quite realize. fun. In but retrospect. Yeah. Have, you had any, time. have you had any near-death experiences, Jesse? Actually, I've just thought of one while you've been talking. There we go. So, I was going to talk about one of the, when I ran into the back of someone. But that just, it worried me a bit. But I didn't feel like I was going to die. But one of the worst parts was, so I used to go skiing a lot when I was younger. And I went on a ski trip with school. And we had to do like a slalom race. Do you know what slalom is? Yeah. So for those that don't know, it's loads of poles and they're in sort of diagonal to each other and you go in and out of them. And I really, really, really wanted to beat the other people that were doing it with me. So I skied towards it and started going and was picking up the pace really, really quick. And then I completely went through the first one and I realised as I was going towards it that I was going way too fast. <laughs> and what I did is I took out every single slalom. Oh and I'm not God. joking, the dip was, it was like, I don't know, like a blue run maybe? No, a red run, a red run. And on like, at the end of it. So I was going like that, going towards this drop, going, 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 took out every single slalom. And honestly, there must have been about 25. And I just not. rolled down <laughs> the thing like this. And then this guy came up to me, I think he was French. And he was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What have you done to all my things? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Wasn't bothered about me when I was screaming and crying in the ball. Oh, was classic, only bothered about his pulse. Classic French person. So yeah, that was terrible. And I was pretty traumatised after that. In fact, it was I got injured quite badly. And on this ski trip, we had like an Idiot of the Week award. Oh. And you get to wear this badge. Think and they that. felt so bad for me that they didn't give me it. And I was so mad that I didn't get this award. You probably deserved it. I, I know, I did. I was like, what else can I do? I'm so fuming that I didn't get it. Idiot of the week. I'm trying to think of... That's made me think of... Pardon me. Little yawn. Tired, being a long day. Um, made me yawn. It's made me think of... um, Like, weird awards. Do you know when I was in primary... No, secondary school, I won an award for my smile. You won an award for your smile? Yeah, I got best smile in the yearbook. Mom? No, it was in the yearbook. I got best smile voted by all my peers. That's so cute. Yeah, I don't know why. What do people think of Harry's smile? Smile, Harry. No, because now I feel like that was pressure. that was not a good. It's smile. when I smile like this. When I smile normally, that. when I'm chatting, I'm like, yeah, totally. I think it's because I get my chubby cheeks back. But <laughs> viewing listeners, viewing viewing viewers will, will, viewers, will be able listeners, to see that. Um, so I also thought about you know times where you know maybe you've almost killed someone. Standard, no? Yeah, of just course. me. Anyway. Of so, I was on a ski, uh, not ski trip, uh, uh, why can't I think of the word, surfboarding trip. To, surfboarding we were, trip. We were in Newquay or something like that. Is that what it's called? I think so. So, we were, in, we, we were surfing. We were somewhere surfing. And, oh my God, I loved it. I haven't surfboarded since, but oh, it was so good. Just something about it, it was brilliant. Anyway, I got, I got all right. We were there for a week. I got decent. I could stand up and ride a waving kind of thing. It was fun. Pretend um, you were in a film. Yeah, basically, it was brilliant. Walk out. Like what Baywatch moment out of the oh, water. Oh no! Flick my hair. Can imagine. Um. So yeah. So I got. I'm going along. I've caught this wave in. I'm going quite fast because I caught it quite far out. Because you can go miles out of these beaches. So I've caught this wave in. I'm riding it. I've been riding it for about like 20 seconds. Decent. Uh, and I've just got my feet. This girl in my class has just popped up in front of me, oh, no. like out of the water. Must have been about 10 foot in front of me. No, no more than that. Popped up. I was like, oh no. This is not good because I'm not an experienced surfer and I could take her head off right now. <laughs> anyway, it kind of ties into a near-death experience for me because I somehow, I don't know how I did it, 
like Lent, I was like, just, just do what you think is right. Lent, swerved out of the way, managed to get straight again, and then I, I flipped. The, the wave had gone basically just overtaken me. I flipped over, and my head got smashed by the back of the surfboard, and I was under the water, I couldn't get back up. It's pretty scary stuff. Have you ever done that thing where you go to the beach or something and you get washed up, where the wave catches you at the wrong time? Yeah. And I did that before, and it was absolutely awful. Because I'm not scared of the sea. I've always been comfortable mm. with water and stuff like that. But I turned around, and it was in Portugal. It's powerful, man. It turned can... around. It smacked me on the back of the head. Mm. I got completely like dragged up to the sand. It's Came a weird up, sensation, though, isn't it? Because sand in my eyes, you've everything. Got, you've got awful. loads of holiday makers on the beaches. Yeah. And all you can hear around you when you get thrown up out of the water and back in, you can just hear people having fun. Yeah. And you're like literally <laughs> in this position. Like, <gasps> as like, as, how old were you? Not very old. Yeah, I mean, twelve well, maybe. This 15? is this happened to me when I was like fifteen, and it was like it's so just scary. scary. It's so horrible. scary. And you look so dramatic just coming up lying on the sand like <gasps> I can't breathe. Oh, we we were on holiday a, a different different summer. We used to always just go camping in France because it was easy and it was fun. And um, where this one spot that we went to for a while had this like um, big, it was like based around this lake. Oh, it's just the most incredible place. They had one of those like bouncy like adventure courses out on the water you know with like those like, ice boat things you climb up yeah i could never do it fred could do it every time like <laughs> i just couldn't hack it but we um my mum one summer it was the first, i think it was the first or second summer we went there i can't remember what it was called but there was like um a sailing school all right and my mum had sailed when she was younger and she was like we want like i want you to try it at least and give it a go try and learn a new thing it might be fun so we enrolled on the holiday sailing school and we were out sailing one day and we kind of got to the point where you could have like three people in a boat and you'd be fine, no instructors. But we got right at it. And obviously people that sail know, we say this a lot, people that do this will know, people that sail will know that as the wind changes, the kind of like mast, I think it's called, swings round the other way yeah. and you have to like duck out the way. And if you don't duck, I can tell you from experience, you're getting a nasty bash to the side of the head. Oh no, Henry! Oh, it swung round, s smacked me so hard. It was awful. Did and you I cry? was like, oh, yeah, I'm proud to say I cried. Good for you. Yeah, it was awful. It's good to cry. And I was like, you know what? That's not. It's, maybe this just isn't for me. You know? And did you ever do it since? No. Well, there we go. Never. Then. Stick to surfing. And also, you're a before I came to uni, I worked like as a as a barista and like a, a waiter. At, and it where I worked was a surfing a surf, sailing club oh, right. like on the beach in um like down south where I live, and it was like I, I'm so happy I never kept up with sailing because the people that sail the vast majority just think they are cut above the rest. <laughs> they really do. They come in, they come in for a coffee, and they just speak to you like you're a piece of dog poo on, on their shoe. And it was like just because you know how to fly a kite on a boat, it does not mean that you're better than me. No. So I don't like sailors now. Just because you don't get hit. Actually, by you know mass. what? This is a this is an at. I'm I'm coming for you. Anyone that sails, hit me up. No, you can't generalize. We can have a scrap if you want. Anyone that sails and knows they're not very nice people. Hit yeah, up. if you're just a yeah, I, I mean, we, <laughs> if we, you get not, hit by the mass like Henry, then that's fine. We're not swearing on the pod anymore. Well, we're going to try and limit it anyway. To who's we? Well, both of us apparently. <laughs> this is a nice girl. Um, but yeah, so you know, if you sail, come for me. You'll regret it.
You're so intense. I know. I'm you good with the make, eye contact. You need like a list of people that you don't like, like I do. Oh, I've got a vast list. A vast list. It's stored in the back Is of my mind. Is it written? Eye. Have you put it in a safe? It's not written, no. It's in an envelope for when you pass away <laughs> and you give it to everyone and go, carry on my vendetta. Oh, imagine, that would be wild. <laughs> okay, well, that was near-death experiences on the Rants Over podcast. And uh, yeah, we're going to have a tiny little break. We'll be back in a second and we'll be doing Conspiracy Space. See you then. Go cool. Okay, guys, so what's the next topic of today's podcast? I'm feeling really silly today. There's probably your ears aren't going to thank, you, thank me for that. So, what we're we doing, Jess? Conspiracy space. Conspiracy space. space. Oh, is that, is that what it is? Conspiracy space. Yeah. Space, 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 space. That's a fact. That's a fact. I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> so, Rude. what is conspiracy space, Jesse? So, it is when we take a well known conspiracy, break it down. Give it our views and then give it either thumbs up or a thumbs down. I think we got to do that last episode, actually. Yeah. Birds, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Birds are real. And they have feelings, too. Um, Even pigeons. So, what's, today's not really a conspiracy. We just, we've got a problem. Yeah. Our problem is with Andrew Tate. You know? <laughs> this is a shout-out to you. This is not a shout-out. This is an app. Right. Look, we all know Andrew Tate. We all know what he's like. But it's not it's not so much a conspiracy, but the the idea is that Andrew Tate is basically mind washing these children yeah. and young men into thinking that well, do you wanna give us the example you told me off camera? Because this so, is brilliant. someone we know, someone that they know, their kid has now decided that they don't want to go to school because Andrew Tate told him that school's mind washing him. And it's all a lie. And he's teaching him to do things he shouldn't do. So, yeah, so now he refuses to go to school. Look, I I do understand the people that kind of say, oh, he's, he's empowering young men. He's making them feel that, you know, they can do stuff with their life. Good on him for that. Yeah, for that, for that tiny that only, section. Because the rest of it is just nuts. I mean, all this about him, you know, human trafficking, they're all allegations. I don't know if they're true. It wouldn't surprise me. It just wouldn't. But I think it is a ser- it's, it is a serious topic that young men are being absolutely brainwashed. Like, there's people that, you know, he's basically just trying to muscle up an- More of him. Anti-feminist, a- anti-feminism and basically just the whole suggestion that, you know, men are better than women, men can do what they like to women, men can touch women how they want, men can do what... Basically... Men are men who so superior. Men are superior. Women suck. Women suck. And Andrew Tate is the ruler of them all, apparently. Basically, so he's got this massive army of nerds. And to be honest, if you are an Andrew Tate super fan, you're a nerd. <laughs> I, and I hope you come for me in the comments of the YouTube and the TikTok. Because oh, no. what are you going to do? What are you going to do to me? I understand that women have rights, and I understand that men and women are equal. And I think that's good. I think that's how we should all be. Yeah, because if you're not, you're not a or decent... anything like that. Don't need to be. I've got a girlfriend, thank you. You're just a decent human just being, decent... Henry. So we're gonna we're gonna have a little chat. We haven't really got much of a script for this part because we thought we may as well just go for it. So some of the things that Andrew Tate has been accused of doing, Jesse. Well, he like like we all know, it's all a pyramid scheme, quite frankly. He basically <laughs> gets his minions to kind of like harvest content for him on TikTok. If you didn't know, so basically the idea is that. Uh, you set up an, an account called Andrew Tate Superfan Number One, brackets Major Virgin, and what you do, 
<laughs> I was just trying to show you this will be funny on TikTok. I want the hate. Bring it. I can handle it. So the idea is that he kind of gets his minions to kind of set up like accounts and just harvest TikToks of his content. It's basically it is somewhat similar to Nazi propaganda. It really is. You're, he's got this army of people that are just churning out content for him. So you cannot. There was a period in, in my TikTok history where you couldn't scroll four, four videos without Andrew Tate popping up. Yeah. I don't know if it was the same for you. He was everywhere. He was on YouTube. He was on Instagram. He was on Twitter. He was on TikTok constantly. Anywhere you looked, everyone was talking about him. And look, I'm not going to sit here and say that he should have been arrested. I don't know what he has and hasn't done. That's none of my business. But what I can sit here and say and this is a bit of a rant, and that's why it's called The Rant's Over, is that everything he stands for is just wrong. It really is. Men should be empowered. Good on you. Men, yeah, go for it. You know, you can be a millionaire if you want to, but you don't need to assault women and disrespect women and not think that women have rights. That isn't normal. Thoughts? I completely agree, Henry, and it's nice to hear that you're like that. It shows that I'm friends with decent people. But, yeah, it's actually... it's terrifying especially as someone who the hate is being spurred towards it's not to I know that there's other people that are going to be like that in the future and, and hopefully that like kids in the future and stuff will know that and realize that it's absolutely crazy we, but the influence is the that social media have is absolutely like this kid, insane this kid you know has literally stopped going to school because andrew tate has told him to yeah. if andrew genuinely andrew tate fans i'm asking you a direct question be completely honest with me seriously if Andrew Tate told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? Would you? <laughs> I don't. I don't think you would. And if you would, why? It's just why? Andrew Tate, and I can say this from the bottom of my heart, does not care about you. He doesn't. He couldn't care less about you. Couldn't care less about whether you're rich or not. Couldn't care less about your mental health. All he cares about is making as much money as he can, and he's using you to do that. And you're a mug for for falling for it. You really are because you you just look like a like you like his little minions. But instead of stealing the moon, you're stealing your own sa he's stealing your own sanity. That's what he is. That's what he's doing. Might drop. Might drop. Boom. But. but so I just think social media is really scary in general. Like, you look at stuff online all the time and most of it's not real. And I think that's absolutely terrifying. Like, I go on my Instagram feed and I'm like, oh, they think they look so pretty. They're on holiday. They're doing all these things. And people edit stuff to the point now where even the colour of the sky isn't real. It's crazy, isn't it? And we were, like, I mean, we did have to just cut because phone storage died again, but it's fine. We have done two episodes today, so it makes sense. But it's true. It really is scary. And, like, for me, it's the transparency of it is that, you know, we spoke, you know, about people like Sophia and Chintia, for example. They yeah. do their vlogs and they, they vlog with no makeup on when they first wake up in the morning. That's fine, like, that's perfect because you're showing that that, that is also an element of yourself as yeah. a person. I don't know why people have got it in their heads that they have to be these perfect robots who look 100% Nobody's perfect, spot everyone's got some spots, everyone's got little dimples, everyone's got like... But why does it matter? Nobody cares. Like, everyone's got insecurities and things like that, but don't change everything about yourself just so you look good to other people. But the thing is, but at the other end of that stick is, do it. If you want to do it, do it, but be... Don't be disingenuous about it. Yeah. Because people will notice if you edit your videos. I, I've I, like I mean, there's a whole obviously catfishing and stuff like that. Like, if you edit your videos to the point where you don't or your pictures, sorry, to the point where you genuinely don't look anything like them, people will notice. That's especially you in real life as well. Like, that's what I don't get about Tinder, right? So I met my girlfriend on Tinder. She does look like the pictures that were in her profile. <laughs> that's why I'm with her. 
No, I'm joking. But more gen, more generally, <laughs> and because he likes her, obviously. But but, but but more generally, it's like if you're gonna do something on Tinder, like I know, and I, I'm not obviously not gonna name any names, but I know people that have Tinder accounts, and they they just do not look anything like the pictures. But then you know, if you were to meet them, say like if they get matches and then they meet the person, I don't get how that goes. No. Surely you walk in and you're like. Bloody hell, you and don't look like do you know that. what makes it worse? I'm 100% sure that most of the time, people would rather you be genuine and show that yourself. Because it's likely that you're just as good looking or there's like something... They wouldn't want you to look exactly like a fake person that you're portraying online. Like, they'd rather you be genuine. And at the end of the day, even if you're the best looking person in the world, if they meet you and you've got the worst personality ever, no one's going to like you anyway. Looks, looks really don't matter at the end of the day. Like, they, they play very little part in, no, exactly. in a happy friendship or relationship. I That is mad, isn't it? I know people that are only friends with other people they find attractive. Like, as in, like, and they are a girl, but it's like, and it was, it, it's not at uni, it was at home. And I don't, I, I'm not friends with her anymore. But she was only friends with girls which she deemed to be attractive and i think that's the whole that's thing again, nuts. because when she takes pictures with them or when they go out together it looks good yeah and it's, it's like for why Instagram. why do you care because it's so it's so disingenuine and it really 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 winds me up because yeah. i think that really says a lot more about you than it does the people that you're posting those things to because all you're doing is they're looking at that and may they will feel worse about it so not only you make yourself feel bad by putting things out there that aren't even you, but you're also making the people that look up to you and follow you and are friends with you feel bad as well. I think it's a it's an element of society which is actually quite sad, really, isn't it? That it is. People feel the need to do and that. I hope one day. Well, there's all stuff at the minute with the body positivity movement yeah, and that's people brilliant, yeah. trying to show their raw, authentic selves, and I hope that carries on because, like, it's real. But yeah, and it seems to be. It seems to be working online, slowly. It shouldn't be filtered and photoshopped and face apps all the time. Well, this is the thing you were just saying about face apps. So, do you want to tell us a bit more about what that actually is? Yeah, so it's basically this app for your face, um, and people use it to edit their pictures, and they can completely airbrush things. And there's a button on it. I'm not 100 percent sure how it works because don't use it because people know what I look like. Um, there's a button on it and you can literally change any feature on your face so you can make yourself have a full set of straight white teeth or nuts. change your lips or change your eye colour or change your eyebrow shape or how big or how big or smooth your hair looks and it's just absolutely. But, I just don't, but like, but it's, it kind of goes off what we said about catfishing is like nobody has perfect. Very few people, unless you've got veneers, nobody has perfect straight white teeth. Nobody. Everyone's my teeth have a little bit of colour to them. It's not white, but that's it's natural. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I brush my I brush my teeth twice a day, ha, as you meant to. I wear my retainer. I just just a bit unlucky, really. But it's one of those things where like just in, nobody cares. And the thing is, it's like you said, you, like you what, you said I could like so I could go on FaceApp, yeah, or whatever it's called. Don't care. We're not plugging it because you shouldn't really be using it. Don't use negative. It, but my, like I could genuinely go on there, take a picture of myself, and get rid of my freckles. Yeah. So I could have no freckles. Yeah, you, you should have told me this uh, three years ago because well, I didn't know you three years ago. But you should have told me because well, about three years ago I went on Snapchat, took a picture, and then tried to find a colour on the pen no which was way. the same colour as my skin, so I could draw over my freckles and see what it looked like. Why don't you like your freckles? No, I, do, I, I love my freckles. I just was just interested. To see what you no, look and like. I, I might, I might, tr I might check out FaceApp genuinely because I, do, I, I'm quite interested to see what I look like without freckles. Purposes. Yeah, well, I'm not going to post. But if, well, if I was to post a picture on Instagram with no freckles, people would be like. Who's this? What's Who's on Emery's Instagram? It doesn't look like him. It just 
But this is, this is what I mean. It's like, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to name drop, but this is a funny story that happened in one of your, one of your lectures the other day, isn't it? I don't know. Do you remember when uh, someone, someone basically had a profile picture? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the lecturer, yeah, we're not going to say her name, so it's fine. She knows who she is, don't you? <laughs> but um, basically, one of the, like, we, we you know, we, for some of our assessments, people have to check our, like, our social media accounts. Yeah. So you check it and you'd be like, what, what was it? What was the quote? <laughs> Is that you? That doesn't look anything like you. You look so different. Oh, that would just rip me down. Oh, it would. God. Bless her. We feel, we feel bad for her. But at the same time. But I think that she does look like the picture. No, I, I do you think she does. look looks, at her I and thought, go, you yeah, look so different I thought, I thought it was a bit harsh. I think she does look like definitely the pictures. Harsh. But it was we basically. Basically, well, you do. I, I'm not saying anything. I but do. borderline is that. Well, the bottom line is that our teacher basically called one of the students a catfish and thought yeah. that was really funny. And a week later, she still not got over it because she mentioned I wouldn't get over it. What, the teacher? Or... Both. I would not get over it. I'd be livid. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it is, social media is scary. And like, the, I think the main kind of point of that conversation is Just that... Just take it with a pinch of salt. Everything you see, everything you read. I mean, we spoke last episode about the birds and how that lad had literally yeah. made, like, deliberately plan to make up a conspiracy to get people to basically to see it was a test to see how far it could go why why would it's not going to not happen again people will do that so when you see stuff about oh i'm not even going to get into it but all sorts about vaccines and all this like just take everything with a pinch of salt everything you see everything you read everything you hear because it's quite likely that it's a twisting of the real truth and make opinions based on what you believe yeah so Don't just be so heavily influenced by other people and that and that kind of takes us back to the main point of the conspiracy space idea today of andrew tate don't guys and i'm talking to the guys out there because girls i like i do not know a single girl that genuinely agrees with andrew tate and if you do you need to give your head a wobble because jesus <laughs> christ i don't have i don't have much faith in you but look lads you don't you're not going to impress him there is no, you're not going to be called a simp. You might get called one, but you're not a simp for not agreeing with Andrew Tate and agreeing in equal rights. It's completely valid. It's fair. It's how it should be. Like, excuse me. <coughs> like, nobody is going to, Andrew Tate doesn't care about you. He doesn't think you're cool. Any girl that you talk to, it, has that not been a thing? I think it's been a thing where, you know, George has asked me, like, what are your thoughts on Andrew Tate? It's a, it's, and it's somewhat of a test. As it should be. But it is, it should be though. Like, and I'm not surprised that girls are asking that question. If I was a girl, I'd be like, bloody hell, like if you're if you're an Andrew Tate fan, you're going nowhere near me. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely not. There's no way. So I think look, be honest to yourself, research, teach yourself. Don't just listen to what you hear on the internet. Don't just listen to the content that's driven down your throat. You don't have to listen to this. You don't need to listen to my opinions on Andrew Tate. You don't need to listen to Jesse's opinions on, you know, face tuning, social media and how, how scary that kind of stuff is. We don't care if you listen, but we've, we, we've got the right for our own, to our own opinion, right? And we're, you know, we can say that, but we're not going to be like forced down your throats. Research, at least be open to listening to the other side of the coin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like if you're not going to do that, then you're probably in trouble more generally in life. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell on you, but you're going to be in trouble. It's going to come back to bite you. So, yeah, I think that about sums up episode three of The Rants Over. Um, 
we're gonna have i'm gonna try over easter to get these paddles for conspiracy face so we can oh, have a, a yes no so i need you to send me some funny pictures of you with a oh, happy yeah. face and a really sad face like okay. devastated so we'll sort that out for next episode in theory we might not but anyway i think that about sums it up so for now jesse the rant's over we'll see you next episode thank you